We had a visit from our resident ghost hunter, Russ, with Search for Spirits today, and then got some calls about people having hauntings in their home now. Yeah, that kind of got away from us, man. Hey. Yeah, lots of texts came in, too, that we couldn't get to. It uh, creeped me out. Uh, how many drinks we played that as well? That's always fun. Also had little Murphy dip her toe into the football picking game. Oh, man, that video is the best thing ever. And uh, Trash Flash was a doozy. I can't believe we didn't hit 1,000. We were close, brother. Points of the points. We were close. Uh, we did all that and more, I'm sure, in our, po- in our show today, which you'll hear right now in the podcast not many morning shows have their very own ghost hunter on standby but we certainly do that's right <laughs> russ is here with us from search for spirits good How are morning you doing? it's been a long time russ. oh it had too long it's too so long. good to have you back on the air with us and russ is a real life ghost hunter we've done uh ghost hunting with you a few times on the air yes uh, in this very building and uh, it's terrifying every time. <laughs> well, and it, you, but you, enlightening. Right. You've had a busy summer, man. Well, it has been. We've traveled around to, uh, we went to Alcatraz this year. We, oh, wow. wow. Yeah, we were there. Had a nice opportunity to get some audio uh, recorded there. We've been to the Winchester house out in California. Now, that's um, the house that was owned by the, obviously, Winchester Guns. Oh, that right. kept building and building and building? Yes. Yeah, yes. It was, yeah that's right. That's uh, don't miss. That's if you get out that way, definitely hit that spot. What so, was it? She thought she had to keep building the house, or the ghosts were going to come in. Was that what it was? Yeah, to keep the spirits you know, kind of occupied, I think, and confused. Okay. Or yeah, because she has like a painter employed like full time year round because the, the house is so big and like. By the Spacious. time you get to one side, yeah, and the other side needs repainted. Wow. Yeah, they keep they keep uh, while she was alive, they never stopped building on the place. Every single day, all the time she was living there. So what did you find in Alcatraz? Well, Alcatraz, I was down in the uh, confinement cells. Oh, God. And uh, that was the only spot I could find that actually was quiet. I mean, because there's a lot of people there. And it was quiet enough that I could do some recording. And I actually put out a video. We got some really good uh, strange voices, uh, EVPs as we call them. That came out of there, and I put it on the video, and it was kind of amazing stuff. Mentions of Al Capone and all kinds of stuff. Wow. And you're going to find all that by searching for, ironically enough, search the number four spirits. Is that on YouTube or Facebook? YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we got the web page. You name it. You type right. it in, it'll show up. All right. Ooh, that kind of gives me the willies. Just yeah. That, and this, <laughs> that's the thing. Like uh, Kelly, you and I. We believe. Oh, 100%. We believe that there's a, a different plane or whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to refer to it as. So, all right, so you went to Alcatraz, you did that. What else? Well, let's say, well, I, I would be remiss to not mention that we stopped by the, you know, back in 1967, a guy took a, a film of Bigfoot out in Northern California. Go on. Mm-hmm. And it was the, uh, what's called now, referred to as a Patterson-Gilman uh, video site where, you know, you get the one where the Bigfoot's walking across the stream. It's yeah. always on TV. Yeah. We actually went out there and found the spot. Oh, really? And it's way out in the boonies, very kind of a treacherous drive, but it was super awesome to be out in that area. We actually heard some rock knocks and and had a little bit of activity out there. So, So, I'm... Dang. Over the summer, what's the... uh, You wouldn't consider it scary, but what is the... What we would consider the scariest thing you found this summer? I got to say, you know, we had some home investigations. Uh, We've probably had 20 plus already this year. Uh, that were, some of them were pretty active, so to speak. <laughs> Scariest, I don't know, not having a perspective of scary, <laughs> per se, in my system. Right. But uh, I think visiting Alcatraz and just being, spending some alone time in those different cells. Yeah. Really, there you could feel the energy in certain cells, and it was really... I mean, it was kind of crazy, even not, for me. I'm not yeah. surprised. I mean, that's right. going to break you as a person. Man, you know? I've always wanted to go see that, though. Ooh. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested now. A couple years ago, it's still up on the Killingwood Facebook page. We did a live night ghost hunt. It was on Halloween night in the building mm-hmm. because this building, by the way, was rumored to be haunted forever. <laughs> now, I'll be real with you. I have not seen nor heard anything. Nice. Since that night. Right. I was. I will tell you this, though. I was scared to come into work the next day. Oh, I waited for Jim Leverance. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. And now there's another business, and I don't know if we want to put their business name out there, here in downtown St. Cloud that wants you guys to come in again, correct? That is absolutely correct. I've already... Uh 
talked to them. I've arranged it. We're going to do our third annual live Facebook Halloween event Ooh. with Kelly and Wood. All right. All right. Well, do, can we say the name of the business or no? Let's confirm it and, and okay. reapproach right. that a little bit Fair later. Enough. Fair enough. All right. We got a couple people sitting on hold right now that want to share some of their stories. Now, Russ, I know you have to leave, but uh, I guess you can listen in the car, huh? Yes, that's great. All right, Russ, we appreciate it. Looking forward to our Halloween ghost hunt with you, and we will get to these calls of people who have hauntings in their house coming up next. Kelly and Wood. So we had Russ on with Search for Spirits, who will be doing a ghost hunt with uh, probably later on in the month of October at some point. Mm -hmm. But people always love to share their ghost stories, and we love listening to them. Kind of. To a point. So you said you had a haunting in your house? Yes. So, you know, like the doors back in the 50s, they had like louver glass, like those individual rectangle glass pieces that were like you open them or whatever. Oh, right. Like a like an outside so door been, so that you can get some air in the house. Yeah. like a Exactly. Like a door to like the backyard or whatever. Okay. So I lived in an old house and, um, and I always felt like there was something going on in this house like there i would hear like door the door shut and it, because of all those pieces of glass in that door it was just a really noticeable sound it wasn't like another sound of a door it was just i could hear the glass mm -hmm. so i would hear that door opening and closing all the time never saw anything but it always sounded like somebody had just either left or come in and the whole time i lived in that house i i just heard that door making noise when it was not touched or moved by anybody. Oh, gosh. Did you ever get it checked out or anything? No, I never did. I was just, I didn't even want to deal with it. I was pretending like I never noticed, but I, I always was hearing, like, the door glass rattle, like, all the time. Well, was, it just a, was it just a wind thing, or it didn't sound like that? No, it, it was like... I could hear the latch, you know, it was like the clicking of the door just barely getting closed. Like it was like the door was getting closed gently, but those glass pieces made it a different sound, if that makes sense. Oh, and gosh. it was just, it creeped me out. Yeah. Like, you know, a little light flickery sometimes that was really rare, but that door had like, I felt like there was a, like a presence that would come and go from the door. <laughs> Just coming and going wherever. Can you just walk through the wall, please? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that part of the fun of being a ghost? You can walk through walls and stuff. <laughs> now, you, do you still live at this place or no? No, not anymore. Okay. okay. I, and it, the fact that it closed gently. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if it slams, all right, you can blame that on the wind, you know? But right. It sounded like somebody was, like, when you're trying to come in the house and no one, you don't want anyone to hear you coming in. Now, like, we've, we've... You know, it's a very gentle... We've learned from Russ from Search for Spirits that sometimes spirits will follow the person from the house. Why are you going to do like, this to her, man? Like they're not haunting the house, they're haunting the person. So have you had anything at your new house? Oh, not yet, thank God. Okay. <laughs> well, keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the call. So we got another person sitting on hold. You had a haunting in your house? Yeah, it was in my house where I lived before, and then I moved, and it's happening again. Oh, my gosh. Now, we've heard about spirits. So what was going on in the first house? It was like noises, you know, things that would sound like, like footsteps and like maybe cabinets shutting in the middle of the night or doors opening and shutting. It was really weird. We just had the caller about the doors. Right. How long did you live there? Um, five years. Oh, dang. You stuck it out for a long time. So, well, it happened ooh. later. It, it was starting to happen later. Okay. Like All in right. my last. Now, I would love to know... So did you bring home like a piece of antique furniture? Did you, did anything change in your house that you think you could have brought this spirit in with? Because we've heard about that before, right? Well, yep, that's what he says. Russ, Russ has told us that if you bring home like an antique or something, sometimes spirits can be attached to it. I mean, I don't have any antiques, but I mean, it's like my collectible. I mean, my, um, you know, things from the past and things from like, you know, deceased relatives. I don't know if that's it. And, you know, I'm not going to get rid of those things, but maybe I should if this won't <laughs> stop. So you said you moved, right? Yeah. And now it's all happening at the, the new place you're living? Yeah. It just started happening like about six months in. The exact same stuff? Yes. Yeah, I'd get rid of all your crap. Yeah. It's time to start anew. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Scorched earth. And again, I don't know what you have, but unless you have something so amazing that you just can't live without, I'd start all over. Have, have you seen any visions? Ugh. Have you seen any visions of like spirits or ghosts or anything like that? 
No, I haven't seen anything. That's the weird part. I don't see anything. I just hear it, but it's like I feel it sometimes. I just feel like there's Oof. something around me, but I can't see it. I'm not going to lie. If you said yes, I was going to hang up on yourself. <laughs> we don't want those spirits coming yeah, through the phone. Exactly. I don't know what's connected and what's not satellites and all that. I just got to cut it off. So are you going to try and move again, or are you just going to deal with hauntings for the rest of your life? I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's like you, I like where I live, but I don't know. What's the scariest thing that's happened? Um, just something in the middle of the night sounded like um, like somebody I thought somebody was like breaking in. You know, like I sound sound like a door was opening and then it shut, like slammed. And then I was like, oh my god, I got up and nothing, like everything was fine, but I didn't get it. So was it an outside door? It was my front door. Oh gosh, was it locked? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta sell your crap, man. I don't, yeah. I don't know why we're still talking here. <laughs> what more evidence do you need? Yeah, and I don't know if I'm like selling it. I'm just starting over. I, you can even change your name, whatever you want to do. Yeah, maybe not sell it, maybe burn it, because what if it goes to someone else? Yeah. I the hell with them. That's their problem. I think they've said they've buried like haunted dolls in sand before or something like that. Salt, too, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you might want to try some of that if you got some haunted dolls and knickknacks around. <laughs> well, maybe. Good luck with all yeah. that. Good luck in your. Future endeavors. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time to test my football knowledge, and that could mean you get qualified to go to a Vikings game. Wood will ask me a question. Well, well, well explain it when we get someone on the air here with us. Morgan is with us today. Morgan, what are you up to? Working. Okay. Get that, get that. Would well, you like to go see the Vikings, Morgan? Of course. All right. Trying to get you qualified to go see the Vikings take on the 49ers on Monday Night Football. Also getting you qualified for that grand prize, which is the sweet package. Let me tell you, it's pretty sweet, not just the name. So, here's the question. I'm going to ask Kelly Jordan a football question. You, Morgan, will decide whether or not Kelly Jordan is going to get this question right or wrong. All right, Kelly Jordan. In the end zones, right? The end zone's 10 yards long. Yep. There is something at the back of the end zones used on field goals in point after touchdowns. What is that called? Now, Morgan, will Kelly Jordan get that right or will he get that wrong? I feel he's going to get it right, even though he's not very good at football. <laughs> oh! You know what I could do without is the insults. Because now I'm, I might just take a dive on purpose now. Of course, now everyone start texting in the word Pepsi right now to get yourself qualified if Kelly Jordan, in fact, gets this question right. I'll say this. Nothing will be more embarrassing than earlier me thinking Jordan, Jordan Peterson played for the Vikings. Correct. That so was an embarrassing he's like a 60-year-old white Canadian. <laughs> but hold on a second. So there's a technical name for the for the uprights? Mhm. Shoot. Um and it's not the uprights. Well, I mean that's part of it. Okay. Mhm. Um I'm just going to I dude, I have no idea. Field goal posts? <laughs> Come on, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? I don't Do know what the t- favor and get it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, so here's the thing: there is the uprights, right. which are the tall, pointy parts, you know. And I'm trying to explain this in Kelly terms. Yeah. Then there's also the crossbar. Yeah. But it's the field goal posts. That's what I said. I know, which is amazingly how you have somehow ass backwards your way into the yeah! right answer. I knew it. <laughs> Whenever I see Jordan Peterson in the end zone doing his dance. <laughs> I can't just stop. Oh, man. I thought I got it wrong, but the look on your face, I thought I got it wrong. Yeah, well, I, honestly, I'm, you, you fried a little bit of my brain right there. Oh, man. Well, hey, you know what? This feels good. Uh, Morgan, I'm so glad that you could get qualified to go see a Vikings game because I know so much about football. <laughs> it's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. You know, I followed the uh, Dave Ramsey page on social media. Dave Ramsey, the financial guy. And there's a trend now of big groups of people getting together, going out and having meals, and leaving gigantic tips. Not bad. And they kind of, they save up for like, you know, a month. They go out once a month. Each of them puts $10 a week, whatever it is. And then it ends up being, you know, they leave a $500 tip, whatever the deal is. Not bad. Which is huge, right? Yeah. So this is that plus a lot. So this goes in Salt Lake City, Utah. There's a place there called Monarca. It's a Mexican restaurant. And Steve Howard, Steve Howard and his friends love this Mexican restaurant. 
So they all pooled up their money, went in there the other day, and as they were about to leave, Steve, out of his pocket, pulls out crisp $100 bills, cracking them off on the table to the tune of $10,000. Holy crap. Now, their bill was not $10,000. I'd imagine. Their bill was about $200 because there was 20 of them eating there that day. So 20 people gathered up $10,000, and Alfonso Brito is the man who owns Monarco, and he said he almost collapsed when he saw the money that they were leaving on the table. And Steve said, look, you guys have been awesome to us every time we've ever come in here. Anything we've ever asked for, you've been able to do. We know that you guys came here to America with not a, without a lot, and so we want to give back a blessing to you. Jeez. Now, here's the cool thing about Menarca. It's a family-owned and ran restaurant, as you'll find in a lot of you know more authentic restaurants. It's mm-hmm. literally just the family working there. So it's him, his wife, and his three kids work there. And they said when they came to America, they had $20 in their pocket. And you hear these stories a lot, right? I don't know. I, I got such mad respect for them. He said this is going to help them get some new equipment they need in the kitchen. It's going to help them get their house up on their, uh, get them current on their mortgage Oof. and get everything up to speed. And then moving forward, now they're starting on an even, or they're starting from zero instead of starting in the negative. That's fantastic. A $10,000 tip. That is insane. He just, the uh, Alfonso Brito, the guy who owns the place, was like, I never in a million years thought this would happen in my life. Oh, it literally changed their life. Right. It's, it's incredible, dude. Like, can you imagine you're behind on this? You need maybe a new, I don't know, cooler in the kitchen and you need, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, boom, you can get all that fixed. It's amazing. We, we see stories like this a lot of people just doing something nice for someone. Yeah. And you don't know what happens next because we don't know what, you know, Mr. Brito there will do. Right. I guarantee he'll probably do something. Heck yeah. Well, it sounds like he's a good guy already. Otherwise, they wouldn't be cracking him off ten grand on a tip. And that's what I mean, man. It's amazing how far some of that stuff can go. You never know. What? That's why we do these stories, man. Got to. Got to be a ray of light in the darkness. Otherwise, no one else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's all thanks to audio, video, extremes. That was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, bear with me on this one, Wood. The pronunciation is a bit tricky. I'm going to call it perfluorohexane. We'll just, Sir? We'll just call it PFH from here on out. There right? we go. Because I can. there's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly. But they found that this chemical, we can breathe. It's a liquid. It looks like water. But you and I and all carbon-based life forms can breathe it like it's just normal air. Because there's enough oxygen in it, there's enough carbon monoxide, no, carbon dioxide in it. Wait, okay. do, do we... Slow down, playboy. Either way, mm-hmm. there's those things in it, and there's enough space between the molecules that it won't suffocate us when we breathe it in. And they learned this by du- dunking mice in this liquid. Oh, and the sorry, mice- buddy. Oh, do you care if a mouse dies? I don't. That depends on the mouse. Especially if they find a liquid I can breathe. So long, Mickey. Okay. Either way, so they dunked these mice in there, and they found that the mice would just go on behaving normally, even though they were completely submerged in this liquid. And they would just go on breathing and crawling around as if nothing had happened. So where is this liquid found? It's used in a lot of like uh, flame retardant things right now to put out flames. And I don't know why they decided to start dunking mice in it. And they don't even know what this could possibly be used for in human beings. Right. They're, they're thinking maybe people who suffer from chronic pain could spend an, a long time, you know, underwater helping their bones decompress. They don't. They don't know what to use it for yet. But they know that there's a liquid out there that you and I can breathe. If you were thrown in a pool of this stuff, you could go to the bottom and just keep breathing. Couldn't you do the same thing by just laying in water with your head above it? With the decompressing stuff? I don't know, dude. I'm just saying. I said they don't know what they're going to use this for yet. Well, I'm glad we're wasting time on it. You don't know if it's a waste of time yet. Seems like it, buddy. What if they say, like, oh... Your big bonus is mice can live underwater. No, what if they say, oh, you know, you spend uh, 48 hours in this and it clears up your sciatica? Again, I don't know if... Because you don't know how bad sciatica pain is. That's why you don't care. What? My wife gets it. She says it's off. Okay, there I'm you go. I'm not mocking it. Now, what if Andrea could go to a pool of this stuff and like, all right, Andrea, float underwater for 48 hours, and we've learned that that helps the muscles untighten or whatever the hell causes sciatica. I, solid. The, so the, nerve, the nerve falls <laughs> out of your spine. I don't know what ever happens. I love how you just solved the problem that you don't even know what it is. What I'm saying is you don't know the benefits yet, and they don't know the benefits yet. Okay. But uh, but extended time underwater is the first thing that they're realizing. The only thing I can think of, what happened if I drank it? 
I don't know. How but how would that feel to take I feel like you would just panic. Like your brain would be like this this isn't supposed to be. Like waterboarding. Right. Like yeah. I'm not supposed to be taking in lungfuls of liquid. Mm-hmm. Like you would you would I don't know. There's a, we're at the beginning stages of this one. Uh, yeah, obviously. Now, I'm going to keep my finger on the pulse at the lab, mm-hmm. and if there's any new developments, I will tell you. I'm going to Let's go ahead and throw this in prediction corner. <laughs> I will never hear about this stupid thing ever again in my entire life. Possible. Nothing will ever come of it. No breakthroughs where I will be Unless there. it cures sciatica, and then your wife is like, dude, I need some perfilexane. The only thing that has come out of it is an Aquaman mouse. And that's it. You know what? The problem is you're not amazed by the world. I'm not. This is pretty dumb. If they learned that this could help football injuries, you'd be all about it. They could fix Nick's job. Please. <laughs> no, no. That, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Even that, that injury was bad. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Wood, I found this interesting that there's a liquid we could breathe. I'd love to try it. It is only you, by the way. I, this one sucks. Says you. Mm-hmm. I bet the texters are disagreeing. Yeah. No, they already changed the radio. No, it's good. No one's left. <laughs> Why do you hurt? Why do you hurt on a Thursday, my favorite day of the week? Did he say a mouse underwater? Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I did. I'm sorry that the world amazes me, and you're so jaded to it, you don't even care. Until it fix your wife's sciatica. And I'll have another one for you tomorrow, and you might not like that one either, but I don't care. Because sometimes... Kelly and Wood. Wood, what is the happiest age of our lives? Now, this is 460,000 people that they surveyed. Okay. What would you think would be the happiest day, uh, happiest age of your life? The problem is that changes, you know? Right. I mean, you always look back and you think, oh, okay, you know, being 18 was great. Those were the good old days. But then you don't remember all the problems you had. No money. You definitely whitewash your past. Lady issues. Yeah. You know, but now... I love the fact that you know, by the age my kids are, Yeah, but I miss when they're babies. So I, I, it's tough for me to say. I would say 25. You're wrong. <laughs> That's not when you were happiest. I'm going to tell you when you're going to be happiest. Mm-hmm. So they, they studied 460,000 people. They found out that our happiness peaks between the ages of 9 and 16 and then slowly starts to decrease through the rest of our lives until we hit the age of 70. People who were in their 70s said that they were the happiest they had ever been in their entire life. But then after 70, your health starts to decline a little bit. So your happiness starts to go down a little bit now. But out of the 460,000 people that they talked to, the age of 70 was the happiest year of their lives. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either, man. Now, I will say it is it is pretty eye opening to me to see my parents around my kids. Yeah. Like everyone says, like being a grandparent is great. I know my parents get giddy when they get to talk to my kids at night. Yeah, they don't care about me. No, you know, I was like, oh, that's great, Matt. That's that's awesome. Well, uh, would are, you? Are the kids there? You know, and then yeah. sure enough, the kids come up and they talk about just nothing. Yeah, you know, like what's going on with the dogs, how was school, and it is honest to God, it seems like the highlight of their day. So I can see that, especially if you got grandkids that you really like being around, and maybe you don't have the stress. Like I find myself stressed out about my kids, like mm-hmm. you know, my son at school, and will my daughter make the right choices? And it's very, very stressful having children. So maybe when they grow up and they're established and have their own children, you're finally like, ah. I can enjoy the last five years of my life. You get the great part of being a parent, you know, being around the young kids, seeing the joy of things without any of the stressors. It makes sense. It does. So, And plus, if the kids start mouthing off, you send them back to mom and dad. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, this gives me something to look forward to in life. I've always felt like I was on, you know, the downslide. Nonsense. <laughs> now I, I realize I'm still climbing that hill, man. You're a great dad. You'll be an even better grandpa. I don't know about that. No, I'll you'll probably... be like that Six Flags grandpa dancing and everything. <laughs> you guys know I was voted best dancer in my high school? Yeah, we know. And HBA school. Yeah, thanks, Pops. <laughs> Either way. All right, let's get to how many drinks. We're going to play that next. So Brian Riley will join us in a second. Wood recorded some people out at a music festival. We'll listen to a little backstory and try and figure out based on what what we hear how many drinks they've had. I like it. Kelly and Wood. The game that is sweeping the nation. How many drinks have you had? This is where Wood recorded somebody out at a music festival and asked them, plain and simple, how many drinks have they had? Yeah, but I wanted to get a little background information, right? right. So I wanted to talk to him a little bit and feel him out. So Brian Riley and I will listen to the background information. And based on that, 
We will try and guess how many drinks they've had. Right. Are you ready, Brian Riley? Always. All right, here's Wood's initial conversation. All right, what's your name? Leslie. Leslie, how are you feeling today? I'm pretty good. Pretty? Now, how do we get you from pretty good to good? Well, it's my first weed fest, so... Oh, what do you think so far? <laughs> it's good. Yeah? Yes, it's pretty amazing. Is it what you thought it would be? Everything but but amazing. Yeah. Every, every, wait, everything but amazing? <laughs> so it's not good? No, it's amazing. Okay. So everything but amazing. Right, you know what? That's okay. Now, let amazing me ask... Amazing's better than good. Now, how old are you? I'm 35. No way. You look 20. I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, I was a little worried about doing this because I thought I may have been breaking the law. No. But okay, that's fine. Now, let me ask you another question. What is the wildest night of your life you've had drinking? Um, We probably went uh, off-roading. Okay. In the country. What happened? Uh, we got stuck. <laughs> How long did you stay out there off-road? It wasn't that bad because we had a tractor come save us. Okay. Now, were you you weren't driving said tractor, correct? No, but the vehicle. Okay. Oh, you were driving the vehicle? Yeah. Oh, just a little bit. Just all right. a little bit. I, I, we may have just admitted to a crime. I'll check this by Mike Bryant so we, we're okay on all this. No, we're good. Okay, we're, we are good? No, oh. this is southwest Minnesota. Oh, because it's off-road, right? Yeah. There are no rules yeah. off-road. It's all the maintenance roads. We'll see if that holds up in court, but I don't think it will. But that's okay. It's neither here nor there. Now, let me ask a question. How many drinks you had tonight? All right. Um, I'm going to tell you something I've learned doing this game now for a while. Yep. You can tell when someone's vocal cords are just stressed out from being ba- bathed in alcohol. Oh, yeah. And that's the vibes I'm getting off this one. Okay. Can, can I ask a question? Can I ask a couple questions? Is that allowed? Sure. Why All not? right. Do we know which day of WeFest this was? I can't, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, that's good. Well, yeah. Also, was she, the question. was she as tall as you or way shorter than you? I mean, I think she was about the same height. Really? Same she height as so you. so dainty. Yeah. So she was same height as you. Does this matter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Apologies. <laughs> I would say, yeah, roughly or maybe a little shorter. Okay. All so right. same height, shorter, maybe taller. <laughs> a normal-sized human being. All right. Okay. That... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to throw my first guess out there. All right. I'm going to guess that at this time of the interview, mm-hmm. she has had seven drinks. That's a good guess. Okay. Thank you. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Ryan Riley's the drunk whisperer. Well, yeah. here, here's the thing. That's, see, I need to know height. Because if she's short, seven is a... Well, she's as tall as Wood, man. She can pound him. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, no, saying. as tall as you. Yeah, right. as tall. I didn't say as big as you. Watch yourself now. All right. Uh, I'm also like, not like this game. All right. She she was really emphasizing her, at, like, Leslie. Like, yeah. she was emphasizing. I'm going to go more than that. I'm going to say she had nine drinks. Whoa! I'm going to say she had nine. So Rock eight would be a tie. All right. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Now, let me ask a question. How many drinks you had tonight? Five. No. Five what? I had two shots. Okay. And the rest are the nice teas. I like how you had to hold that up and read it. You couldn't even remember. <laughs> couldn't even remember. Now, are you at, you're at five now. What are we going to get to? I feel like it's going to be ten. Now, is this going to be an off-road night? Are we going to get to that level? Well, we could if we go on the fun bus. All right, no offense. Uh, you're not in charge of the, with the fun bus, right? Yeah. I have a feeling if you're in charge of the fun bus, it's going to go missing. <laughs> it might. But that, but Kelly's actually in charge of the fun bus. Yeah. You no, know never mind. You're in charge of the fun bus, okay? Yeah, okay. Just make sure everybody gets home safe. Yeah, we will. Now, I didn't know you insulted me in these. I didn't insult I, If you would have told me it was Kelly's bus, I would have gone, wait. <laughs> the stories I heard about the bus ride up, it's nonsense. Yeah. Hey, look. I, I, I think I got it, right? What did you say? Five? Yes, and you were closest with seven. I said six. Hey. No, you said seven. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I said six. Tell me, Jordan, how many drinks have you had today? <laughs> None of your damn business. <laughs> it's another day, another day. Wake up. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Yes, it is, and it is officially football season, of course, in full swing. Yes. And everybody's picking teams. Everybody's picking who's winning. That's right. Well, you'd like to think you could, right? Right. Because yeah. you, you see, especially as gambling music become more and more mainstream, yeah. you know, like you can't watch a pregame show without them talking about, you know, what whatever sports book it what is. What the odds are. And- it's definitely become much more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Now, I like to throw a little something on games. And I like to think I'm pretty good. But even like the greatest gamblers on the planet, right? They gamble on sports. Yeah. 
They win like 56, 55% of their bets. I was going to say, I know it's not all the time, that's for sure. Heck no, it's actually really hard. So we actually have like a football pick thing going here. By the way, you can always text in the word football. No okay. spaces in there. Not football. Football. One word. One word. The 320-656-9453. And you could be joining in here as well. And I, th- I thought to myself, maybe there is some luck to it. I, I, I watch obsessively. And I like to think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. So yesterday, I sat my sweet little baby girl down. Little Murph. And I gave her each matchup. Now, if I told her, like, hey, Team A versus Team B, she'd have no clue. So I printed off the team's logos. Right. Without the name of the team on it, just the logo. Exactly. Yeah. Put it out right in front of her, and I said, you tell me which one you think is going to win, and plus, tell me what you think that team's name is. Yes. This video's awesome. There's 16 picks that she made. All right, because she picked every single NFL game. Right. She got two team names right. Two of them. Really? Yeah, she got the she got the Vikings right. Okay. She's then spit in my face and didn't take, pick the Browns. She would have gotten the Browns right. Well, how would you know what the Browns are? It's just the color brown. Watch yourself. It's the helmet. How dare it's, you? It's the ugliest It's the ugliest uh, uniform in the NFL. <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> uniform? There are uniforms, yes. <laughs> But it's I'm very interested to see how she does. Because, you know, me and my friends all have like a big group text where we talk about, you know, what teams we're going to bet on and things like that. Yeah. What if she goes on a heater? Then you got to hold on to her. I will. I with will. both hands. I'm telling you, I'm going to be very interested to see how it does. And I would love to see how you think. Go ahead. You can get to the Kellywood Instagram page or the Kellywood Facebook page. You can check it out there. You can check out the reels and stories and all that. It's, it's an awesome video. She's so cute. She is so cute. She is so cute. She does a very good job. She tries her little best. And yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see how she does. What if she does better than you do? Did she did she pick the same teams that you would have picked? Oh, no. No. Oh, okay. there, are some, like, there are a couple games she picked. I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> so we'll see how she does. And again, if you would love to be picking against us, just text in the word football and you can be joining in there as well. And I'm going to put in my picks. I'm going to put in my picks so I am, you know, I can't come back in there. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I won. I won 14 games. Yeah. No, 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 no. You'll be able to go ahead and follow along with me as well. I've always wondered how I could do without knowing a single thing about any team. Like, I know a couple of the Vikings players, and that's about it. Really? Like, I know Kirk Cousins. Yep. And the rest. Just a reminder, you <laughs> oh, can Jordan, play. No, uh, Jordan Peterson? No, that's... Peterson. <laughs> Wait, Jordan Peterson is that doctor, Jordan oh, Peterson. Oh, yes. Keith Jeffries. <laughs> Just a reminder, you can go against Kelly and find out his football knowledge for Vikings tickets next hour. What the heck is that guy's name? Jordan Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so get there, watch that video. She probably did a lot better than I just did uh, when it comes to that stuff. And uh, it is just one of the cutest things you'll see all day. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Florida! Arkansas, my friend. <sighs> Razorback trash? There you go. Well, that's where we have officers getting a call saying, hey, you need to check this out. There's a woman running around the road chasing an animal. So sure enough, authority said, all right, we're going to send someone over there. Well, that woman was 27-year-old Lee Osborne. Now, Lee apparently was driving down the road and believed that she saw a cat on the side of the road. And she thought to herself, you know what? I've got to save that sweet little cat. Doing the right thing. Pulled over to the side of the road and got out and started chasing said cat. Good news is she was able to catch it. Click on her feet like Rocky Balboa. Went threw it in the car. And that, by the way, is when the officer pulled up. Now, when the officer pulled up, he knows that there was a little bit of a ruckus, a commotion going on inside the car. That's because the cat wasn't a cat. It was actually a raccoon. And that raccoon was angry. Sure enough, the raccoon was in a, quote, agitated state when the authorities pulled up. And the raccoon jumped out of the car. And that was followed by Osborne chasing the raccoon out of the car and yelled at the officer... Help me catch my cat. <laughs> oh, my God. A raccoon could do so much damage with their opposable thumbs. As you probably realize, this is probably when the officer thought to himself, good God, I don't get paid enough for this. And then Osborne realized that, hey, that's a cop. 
and then fled the scene on foot. She jumped in a nearby uh, ravine, we'll go ahead and call it, that had been filled with rainwater and laid motionless. Well, as you can imagine, the officer got the, the raccoon off the road and then walked over to Osborne, who, by the way, reeked of booze. Aha, I had a hunch. When he finally pulled her out of the ravine and pulled her up, he checked inside the car and there was an open bottle of vodka sitting in the passenger seat. Oh, gosh. She started crying, saying that she just thought that that was a cat and it was so sad that he was out here on his own. When the officer told her that no, I was actually a raccoon moron, <laughs> she continued crying and then checked in with a breathalyzer at point. Three seven. Holy moly! Nearly five times the legal limit. As you can imagine, the raccoon went on its way, and she was taken to jail. Great gosh almighty! Mm-hmm. That is a high blood alcohol level. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give this one a score. Oh, did she get arrested? Oh yeah. Oh, lock her up then. Imagine what kind of ruckus that raccoon was causing. She was thrown in the car. Whenever I hear about someone having a blood alcohol level that high, I always think about what is it like the next day to wake up in jail. Mm-hmm. Just terrible hang. Over, you don't have enough water on hand. A raccoon, you say, huh? Dipping your cup in the toilet just to get some water or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, that's where they make the wine. That's right. All right, let's go ahead and get this one a score. Wood. She had a point three seven alcohol level, blood alcohol level, so she gets three hundred and seventy points right out the gate. You bet. Picking up a cat because you think, or picking up a raccoon because you think it's a. How about just picking up animals on the side of the road? Seems trash. That's trashy, mm-hmm. man. Unless you can see like a jingling, you know, neck or right. collar. No. Uh, p- thinking a cat, thinking a raccoon is a cat. Being that drunk, yeah, that's pretty. That's trashy, mm-hmm. man. Uh, that's 150 points right there. 75 just for being drunk. Uh, 75 for being arrested. Uh, jumping into a ravine. To, I was say that's pretty trash. To avoid the police, I'm gonna give that 125 right mm-hmm. there. Uh, what else do we got here, Wood? How about crying because you were told that your pet cat was actually a raccoon? That is tough. Seems trashy. That's that's trashy. Mm-hmm. I no think offense it, to any raccoon owners out there, which we have found out in the past, there are people out there that own raccoons. I'll say that anytime you drunk cry, it's it's just kind of trash. Oh, all right. Well, no, I'm just saying it. Look, I'm dude, I'm saying you're it. pointing the finger at yourself there. Right. Yeah, I, I got I'm, I got five pointing back at me. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying yes, it is trashy whenever you cry because you're drunk. Okay. That being said, Wood, are you ready for today's score? Come on. Man, this is a huge one right here. Hold on a second now. I got the I gotta get this ready. Today, our woman picking up a cat thinking it's a no, a raccoon thinking it's a cat. I keep getting it wrong. Earns herself a respectable 985 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. We tack it on here to the end of the podcast. I don't remember what we talked about this morning. We, for some reason, got into hot lube talk. <laughs> That's right. There was a lot of lube, but but uh, like mechanical lube, yes. like WD-40 and stuff. Before get your, your heads out the Before your mind starts racing, mm-hmm. yeah, before you get too excited. Yeah. So I, 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 Is it, that all we talked about today was lube? No. Oh. Class it up a little <laughs> I don't, bit. Okay. Uh, oil. And I don't, what do you shopping. want me to say? Me throwing a hissy fit oh, in a store. Right. Because... And we're going to go antiquing together. At some point. Uh, let's separate that with the lube talk really far, all right? Really far. <laughs> all right. It's all in our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. All right. Oh, look at on. that. No, come everything on. was ready to go. I was giving Cole Swindell the respect he deserves and letting his song completely fade out before we started talking. He deserves some. He, he deserves it. He does, absolutely. Yes. Well, Wood, we made it to Thursday, man. My favorite day of the week. Imagine if we go to a three-day work week. Actually, no, because we... Hold on. I'm sorry. Four-day work week is what I meant to say. There it is. That I, I, but I guess we'd, we'd take Mondays off, wouldn't we? I, I would vote for Monday over Friday. Right. That's just me. Me, me too. 100%. Like, get, that way, Sunday... Can you imagine every Friday feeling like the Friday before Labor Day or Memorial Day weekend? Oh, yeah. And that was just every... But then, you know what? It wouldn't be special, so it wouldn't feel as good. It would for a while. Right. It would for a long A, a solid while. poke, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the rest of my career. I'm just saying. It's only going to be a couple of years anyway. So. Watch yourself. <laughs> How are you feeling today? I know yesterday you were on the ropes. I bounced back. You were, uh, did you? Because you don't look like it. Well, uh, I'm asking you. You know, well, why do you tear down? I'm asking why, why you. Why do you tear down? Why do you tear down? I'm not. I'm saying you look sick. When I'm tired, you're like, oh, man, you look tired. I'm saying the same thing to you. I look amazing. I lead tired. Last night, I had I, right after the show yesterday, we had like a few things to do, got those done, and I left. You bounced early yesterday. I was flat out in a fog. Like I got home, and I honestly 
didn't remember what we even talked about in the morning. Well, there was things that we were trying to record, and I'd be like, all right, I'll say this, and then would you say this, and then I'll say this, and then we'll... For and, promos and whatnot. Right. Yes. And then and then you were like, wait, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. Look. Because what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about having our ghost hunter on. Oh, Russ, he's for, coming by studio today. For our little daily promo, and I was yes. like, all right, I'll say this, and then you say, you know, he'll be in at 7 o'clock, and then you were like, wait, what are we talking about? I was like, wow. That's okay. No, it is okay. I went home, crashed down on a nap for about 90 minutes, as hard as it gets. Yeah. And I woke up, and you know those naps where you wake up, and you, A, don't know where you're at. Yeah, there's usually a fair amount of drool. Oh, yeah. And B, don't even know what time of day it is. Like, it could have been Friday for all I knew. Yeah. And I just, oh, uh, oh, well, thank God. You know, the kids hadn't gotten off the bus yet. And it, that helped. Yeah. Now, the voice is still a little iffy. Yes. But you know what? I feel good. I feel like I have my wits about me today. Good. And that's a dangerous thing for society. Yeah. Huh? You heard me. All right. And I got an event today, by the way. If you uh, want me to take care of some lunch, I got you. I'm going to be out in Foley today uh, at the brand new grand reopening of the Arrow Building Center. It used to be Foley Lumber. Okay. I'm going to be out there from 11 to 1 today serving uh, Wild Country 99 brats. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. Maybe I'll swing by there. Can I have one? Come on with it. All right. So I'm going to be out there today. Come on out there. Check it out. I've actually got to pick up a few things for uh, some chores around the house. I, I want to get my house in shape. I had to hire a handyman. I admit oh, it. Oh, man. I admit And you want to pull my man card for not knowing about sports. I it, Although well, I, I would easily hire a handyman if I could afford one. Well, here's the thing. There's some th- jobs yeah. I'm not monkeying with. Right. Like there's a light that doesn't like fully come on all the time. I'm See, not messing with that. Electricity I'm fine with. It's plumbing that scares me. There's a knocking in one of my pipes that like bangs. Yeah. I'm not messing with that. Who even knows what that is? I, it, the, you need a real, yeah, you need a professional for that. Oh, and he knew, he's like, oh, I know exactly what that is. It's a water hammer. I'm like, a what? Water hammer. A hammer. <laughs> like, what? A what? <laughs> that sounds like a rapper. I, I feel water like water hammer. It's like one of those things that like you get made fun of for like brake light fluid or something. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a water hammer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play your games. I'll buy. So in your, in your mind movie, you pictured a little man inside the pipe with a hammer, didn't you? I, I, I honestly, I to this moment, like he kind of explained what it was, and I just nodded and said, "Yeah, it's exactly what I thought." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wanted to, you know, get confirmation. That was a test for you <laughs> to find out if you're a true handyman, and you, I approve. You will get a five star review now, sir. Yeah. I, I, I'll accept this. So we'll, we'll see about that. But they. So maybe I'll pick up a, I don't know, maybe some WD-40 or something here while I'm out today. <laughs> what are you going to fix with that at the house? Everything. Just, just got, got a squeaky something or other? Waiting for something to squeak. Did, All right. did you hear? What? <laughs> but I want my son's door to stay to squeaky so I can tell when he's so sneaking you can hear it. Yeah. The smell of WD-40 instantly reminds me of my dad. I can see that garage. Right. It's yeah. just like I, whenever I, it, it's almost like an endurance. Like I get for, I look forward to using it on squeaky things. So I'm like, it's like a little reminiscent of my father. Pop, pop. Oh, mine, papa. If I were to take it and spray a cigarette with it, it would be like he was with me. Ah, yes. <laughs> now, I, I tell you what, the WD-40 that has that little nozzle thing. Yeah. That's class. Game changer. Big time. Because you can, you, yeah, because when I was younger, it didn't have the straw on it. You were no. just willy-nilly spraying it on everything in sight. And whatever it landed on, it landed on. Yeah. That maybe, was getting lubed. Maybe it fixed the squeak. Maybe it didn't. You know, and maybe you had a point the wrong way. Yeah. Sprayed it all over the door. I feel like WD-40 is also a once-in-a-lifetime purchase. Like, you buy one can when you buy a home, and that thing is around forever. I Unless disagree. you're a mechanic or something. Because I got like six cans at my house, and I don't know how. I don't know <laughs> exactly. why. Exactly. You probably bought one, and then other people just probably bought, brought theirs over. I, that handyman probably left one behind by accident. Judging on the amount of WD-40 I have in my house, I should have the quietest house and slickest house on planet Earth. Speaking of that, do you remember a brand called Slick 50 that came out that was trying to take WD-40 down? Was it? Is this drugs? It was called, no, it was called Slick 50. No. And I was going through my old tool chest because I went to school for heating and air conditioning. I don't know if I've ever brought that up on the air. That's the rumor. I went to Hennepin Technical College for it, and I was going through my old toolbox, and I found a can of Slick 50. And I was like, wow, they were really trying to give WD-40 a run for their money. They even threw a number in the title, Slick 50. Like, we're, we're 10 better than WD-40. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I don't know if they make Slick 50 anymore. I've never heard of it, so I'm going to say no. I'm going to take it to the antique shop, see if they'll give me a little something for like it. A mother of pearl. There might be a handyman who's like, oh, I used to love Slick 50. I bet you it still works, too. 
I didn't, you know what? I didn't even try and spray it. Come on. I didn't want to waste any of it. I don't know how much of that formula is left in the world. All right. (laughs) Hot WD-40 talk. (laughs) No, this is hot lube talk. Yeah. All right. We're not that kind of show. My mind didn't go in the gutter. Yours did. Are you ready? Too many words in there. I I fell right off at the very beginning. Yeah, tomorrow's another day to try. That's right. You'll just get right back on that horse. Laura says, don't ever use WD-40. It's banned in other countries. Oh, well. It has a bunch of forever chemicals. Another reason? To, oh, okay. I was going to make a joke, but uh, yeah. forever chemicals are on the uh, chopping block these days. I don't know what they are, and honestly, I, I, I'll learn about them at some point in time. Right. Not going to be today. Probably when you're being diagnosed with something or other. Yeah. They're like, oh, it comes from all those that all that WD. Who has six cans of WD-40 in their house? This guy. That's why you're in here today. Anyway, I would I, you were in my dreams last night. Do we have time for this? Oh, yeah. This is a quick story. I, I need uh, to keep it clean, sir. Oh, absolutely. It was one you were you were being a, a pal to me. Oh my. It's so funny. I need to stop I, I like this uh I don't even know what it's on. Maybe it's TikTok. I, it's on one of the social medias. All right. And so I'm watching these Sopranos clips all the time. Oh. Oh, take it easy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that starts as when you watch the Sopranos, you come in here every day like that. And, and, and a little flavor to you. You'll always point at me like Polly Walnuts. It it's, it infests your brain a little bit. I had a dream last night that I murdered somebody Ooh. in a laundromat that you owned, and you took the security tape for me mm-hmm. out of the VCR or whatever the heck was recording it, oh, yeah. and tried to protect me from going to jail. Sounds about right. And I was like, wow. And I, it was one of those dreams I was so happy to wake up for, because you told me, you said, I got the, I got the VHS tape. But they're probably still going to find you because you left a lot of evidence behind. Well, clean it up, man. I know. Come on. I just I murdered someone in your laundromat and left him there. Thanks a lot. That, that probably, here I am cleaning it up. Exactly. That probably is a metaphor for our lives. I make a mess. You clean it up. That makes sense. It does make 100% sense. And somebody owes me a fairly substantial amount of money right now. So that worked its way in there. And you come to me to clean things. Right. Like, what, right. can you fix this for me? I'll take care of it. Right. So thank you All for right. that. You're welcome. About time I start getting a little credit around here. But I shot up at 2 a.m. Like, just like, oh, my God, I'm going to jail. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm not. Wood's that, got me. That was, yeah. <laughs> Wood, yeah. Wood took the VHS tape. I, no no jury in this world would, would convict me. If you had to kill somebody. Oh, good Lord. Who would you pick to go with you? What do you mean? To, to be my accomplice? Both. To, to be your accomplice, clean up afterwards. Probably keep you. Sh- the dream was telling me who to take. You're smart now. It was finally. <laughs> this may have been a premonition. Mm-hmm. If if you buy a laundromat one day, I'm like, uh oh, the prophecy has come true. Now I have a lifelong goal of buying a, uh, a laundromat <laughs> just to know I would put that amount of pressure on you for the rest of your life. You know, when our washer was broken down over this past summer for a couple of weeks, I, we were in the laundromat and I was like, why don't they make a laundromat with like an arcade in it and a bar in it and stuff like that? Like you go in the because laundromat. I've heard of a laundromat with a bar. Okay. Because the, the one we went to was the most depressing place on earth. And I'm like, why does the laundromat have to be depressing? It was, uh, And I forget what it was like called. It was like suds and... Was it called bar soap? That's what it should be called. Oh, that's so, not bad. Somebody can take that if you want to. Well, you should shotgun. That's better than your country song. What, Believe in Me or Believe in Me? Yeah. Dude, that's a hit. Uh, no. <laughs> I absolutely... I, I'd jump on over that bar idea. But, you, but you know, because when we were at the laundromat, I'm like, you know, sometimes it's just more convenient to go do six loads at once, right? Mm-hmm. Say you're coming back from vacation or whatever, but it's such a depressing place. Yeah. It's like, get some better lighting, sweep up the, the lint once in a while... And put a little bar in there. I, I suppose it'd be hard to get a liquor license at a laundromat. Though. Yeah. And plus, everyone's just sitting around, you right. know, and, and nobody wants to be there, right? Right. Put a DJ in the corner. <laughs> Kelly on the ones and twos, <laughs> DJ Suds. Boy, how quickly would that just deteriorate into people making out, you know? Oh, fuck. Well, you see. What a- are you doing at the laundromat, sir? <laughs> oh, what kind of place is this? I don't know, because you see, a, I'm not even going to say what I was yeah. thinking. I'm not even going to say what it's I was It's definitely thinking. not clean. I can tell you that much. But they, I, my thought was, laundromat's a cash cow. Without a doubt. 100% a cash cow. But why does it have to be the most depressing place on earth? Because, like I said, you're just there to get something done. You, It's like the DMV. You're All not busy. going there for, you know, bells and whistles. But you're there for hours. That's the thing. You're there for at least two hours when you go. Why not have a couple beers? <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's how we just go bam right there. I guess I could bring my own. Yeah. I showed up to the laundromat with a cooler. And a sixer. Yeah. (laughs) Let's ride, you guys. Colors and whites are going in together. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's dancing at the table. That guy just doesn't care. He's crazy, man. Uh, all right, Wood. Now, I'm going to tell you right here now, I'm going to have some moments today where I'm just going to be coughing and stuff. That's fine. I, I'm on the, I'm on the downside of this. Do you have a cough button? Over, you, you don't even no. have a mic switch over there, do you? No. Ah. I have no power. I have all the power. And rightfully so. I, I have this button. I think it's supposed to be my mute button, but um, I'm pressing it and... That is not working. Do you still hear me? Yes, but lucky I can do this. <laughs> All right, perfect. There we go. Well, just so, just as a heads up, that's a little bit of a precaution. Hey, I want to know if I did something. This is a really quick thing. I want to know if I did something that was kind of being a jerk yesterday. Okay. So, yes. I, where, <laughs> I was listening to a, uh, I was listening to the radio when I was driving around, and I heard the DJ screwing something up. So, like sometimes when we have to record something during a commercial or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, we use something called a Vox Pro. Or if we have to record a commercial the day before or whatever. Ah, uh, the phone machine, I call it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. But it's called a Vox Pro. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you forget to turn it down. And so you'll be editing something up or you'll be doing whatever and it'll be going out over the air. Right. Well, this dude. Clearly, Which we've done before. Oh, yeah, everybody has. Mm-hmm. And and usually it's someone either texting in or saying like, hey, we can hear you. We can hear you taking a phone call on the air. Right. So I heard a DJ doing that last night on the radio. And he kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And I was like, he doesn't know he's on the air with this right now. And my my thought was, what if there's a curse word in here or something like that? Which is a reason a lot of people pre-tape phone calls. Exactly. So I called him up and I was like, hey, dude. I was like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I think you're editing a phone call live on the air right now. And he was like, oh, bro, bro, thanks, man. Thanks, bro. And I was like, well, I'm, I said, I'm in the business, too. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> mm. Because I used a very radio term when I told him that. I said, I think you have your Vox Pro potted up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro. <laughs> I used to have my own college radio show. <laughs> oh, didn't we all, buddy? But I was like, is that a jerk to call in? No. I, would, I wouldn't feel like it was a, I don't, I, unless, unless the person was, you know, a kind of a jerk on the phone. But I was very complimentary. I said, hey, I love to hear somebody on the radio at night actually doing something because a lot of DJs are pre-recorded at night now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm putting some business out there, wow. but let's call it as it is. I'm going to tell you this. No, that's not a jerk thing. That is one of the, like, honest to God, if we ever leave our mics on and everyone starts texting in, y'all don't understand how much I appreciate that. I'm not going to bring up the incident. You could be saving our careers because... Y- uh, there, there is a rule in radio, right? Don't swear around a microphone. Well, well, that's yes, right. And we break it. Everyone breaks it at some point in time. There was a time. It was another one of our our sister stations was supposedly on air. Didn't turn it off and started recording something. And I, I will jump on the phone immediately. I don't care if it's my biggest competitor. Yeah, you know, no, 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 dude. You look out for each other. So yes, if you ever hear us doing something on air and you will and you do <laughs> thankfully tell us because man it, it takes a tribe to make sure that we stay employed uh yeah 100 percent. so good i because i felt like kind of a jerk no but i don't as much as we're all in competition with each other you don't want to ever see anyone lose their job right especially over something as silly as letting a f-bomb drop on the air and you know it's just so always be looking out for that no absolutely not and seriously you ever hear anybody absolutely yeah. Shoot him a, a shout out quick. You say, hey, your Vox Pro is potted up. Or just, hey, you know you're on air right now. <laughs> Trust me, they'll figure it out real quick. Uh, anyway, Wood, I'm, uh, thank you for letting me clear that yes. air real quick. How was your evening, man? Uh, well, you know, I was sick yesterday. Yes, you were. But I, there is something I wanted to mention I've here. never seen you that sick, as a matter of fact. On Tuesday, my wife had the day off. Now, the kids are fully back in school, and my wife and I are trying to figure out our schedules again, right? Because during summer and everything, you figure out, you get into that routine of, okay, boom, you got to go to work, I got to go to work, and there's kids around the house at all times. Now, thank God they're out of the house. I disagree. I know you do, because you're a boob. No, because I love my kids being around. I I love love the silence. (laughs) And my wife and I actually like to have a little time together where we're allowed to do things we would like, right? Mm, Okay, well, where is this thing going? Watch yourself. That's my wife. That's I know. My lady. That's why I assumed the... And that's six minutes, all right? We got a lot of other time to fill. She said, I'm going to go run some errands. Would you like me to go with you? Now, usually, that is the last thing on earth I would ever want to do. I hate shopping, all right? So do I. I've always said, I don't shop, I buy. Yep. I go to the store. I know exactly what I want. I know where it is. I go in, much like a heat-seeking missile. 
acquire my target, and I exit. That's why I do the same thing, and that's why I leave with the wrong thing a lot of times. Because I'm just, I'm in, I'm out. Okay. I ain't got no time for messing around. So my wife said, I'm going to go make some returns. And honest to God, I just wanted to see money go back into my bank account. So I wanted to watch how this happened. (laughs) What does that look like? Right. So we go, we get in line. It took, and I'm I'm not lying, I'm not playing this up. It took six minutes before my wife turned to me and said, I hate shopping with you. What were you doing? I was letting her know that this sucked. <laughs> I don't like waiting in lines, you know, and I wouldn't let her use the self-checkout. And also, we would walk down an aisle, and I would turn to her and say, what the hell are we doing in this aisle? Well, I wanted to look at this stuff. No, 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 no. We got <laughs> enough candles, Andrea. Walk on. Yeah. And, like, she would, like, try to, like, reach out, because she likes to touch things. Would you slap her hand? I just smack Hey, no, no, we don't need this. You don't know. You don't know. It's fall. Oh, my gosh. And I said, can we just go? We know what we need. Let's go in. Let's. F-. She wanted a rug for the kitchen. Let's go find a rug. She has to touch every single rug. What do you think about this one? Oh, my gosh, dude. I can't. You're giving me anxiety by even bringing this up. I said, babe, I love you. I don't care. Which one? Look, this rug is this, you know, it's the right size. She's like, but it's not the right color. Right. What do you mean it's not the right color? It's too deep of a pile or whatever, or too thick of a pile, whatever they say. You stand on it. Yeah. What's, what's the problem? The dog's going to shed all over. We're going to throw it away in a year anyway. It took me six minutes to start complaining, 13 minutes before I started throwing a hissy fit because. At what point did you hit the ground and go limp? I, I, I was close. For her to drag you out of the store. Because I knew that. If I start throwing a hissy fit, she would wrap it up. Yeah. She would be like, all right, you know, I can't take you anywhere. And you got a hissy fit right below the surface at all times. Ready to go. Yeah. I mean, I have learned my entire life how to throw them and watched my children throw them. And that actually gives me a superhuman ability to ignore their hissy fits. They learn from the master. But if dad throws a hissy fit, trust me, people from seven aisles around are going to know that the kid's not having a good time. You, you, know that, you know that I like to go to antique stores, right? Good Lord. But I can't, I can't go with my wife because, like, I like. I'm to just, sorry. Did you just tell me you went antiquing by yourself? I have. <laughs> I've got it. It's not antiquing though. Like, I just, I like to see what they got. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff from my childhood that a lot of these places have. I'm not looking at like old oak furniture or anything like that. I'm looking at like video games from the '80s and stuff like that. Oh. Okay. Uh, the Reba McIntyre jacket that we had for our last Kelly and Wood Christmas party would not have happened if I hadn't gone antiquing. Solo. Right. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> but I can't go with my wife because she wants to touch and look and grab every time. I like just, let's just do a lap through there. If something catches my eye, I'll look at it. Otherwise, I'm done. I could go antiquing in 25 minutes. My, my heavens. <laughs> right. I don't need to hang out. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Or there's a lot of cool music memorabilia at these antiques. Yeah, I would be interested in Don't that. judge it until you go inside of one. No. Because you're judging and you've never been in an antique well, store probably. I hear antiquing and I think like I'm looking at teacups. Right. Lamps and, yeah. and tables. No, dude, I'm talking about like Pez dis- like Simpsons Pez dispensers and things like that. I'm not going to lie to you. You have, may have actually talked me in. Dude, come with me. Come antiquing with me. Nah, that'd that be, would make for be a hissy fit in about four minutes. <laughs> your wife's probably stronger than me. I wouldn't be able to pick you up off the ground. <laughs> Go dead dog. He's just dragging you out. Yeah. Michelle takes in. Don't you feel bad for throwing a fit? Depends. There are times I'm not proud of myself. Wood has the thickest skin to his own behavior, if that makes any sense. And it, honestly, God, it came from being a bouncer for years of just realizing ah, I don't care. It's, it's something so freeing. It is, it is truly eye-opening yeah it's almost like a religious experience of realizing i don't care right <laughs> even people that i love hey that was, that was a real jerk thing yeah i don't care yeah you're a, it's one of the traits i admire about you and i wish i had a little bit more of and there i guarantee you there are people out there that hate my guts until the day on their deathbed they'll be like uh, i hate wood yeah and you know what i'll do i'll pop my head and go i don't care <laughs> yank the cord right out the wall. <laughs> you really don't like me now do you <laughs> well, would should we do some history? Ah, fine. should we do some antiques, if you will? Oh. You know what? We'll go antiquing, and I'll take you to that wing place that I really like. Antiques and wings. Come on. Honestly, I'm willing to sit through a bunch of crap for chicken wings. <laughs> you, I've done worse for less. You don't have to sit through a bunch of crap. It'll be super quick, dude. Ooh, our first time texting, by the way, you don't even browse at the Man's Mall Fleet Farm? No. Oh, I love looking through Fleet Farm. I'm in and out. I love the smell of Fleet Farm. Now, I, I may take the long way on my way out of the place yeah. I like just to see if something does catch my eye on the way out, 
but new. I, I'm not just going to walk around and, oh, okay. I'm the is... same way at Menards. I, I, I could browse through Menards forever because you can get, like, popcorn seasoning there or you can get, you know, a, a rototiller. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They got everything at Menards. But that's the problem. Then you walk out, you spend $137. You're, you're right. Like, what the hell did I buy? You're right. You're absolutely right. Not uh, me. Boom. In and out. Let's do some let's do some uh, history here, Wood. Hey, this is a big one for you. On this day, all the way back in 1970. Monday Night Football debuted on this day back in 1970. I had no idea it had been around that long. The Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets Who won? was the matchup. The Browns did. Thank you very right. much. And uh, yeah, I, I just hearing that song makes me think, all right, cool. There I was as a little kid, all showered up yeah. in my pajamas, maybe a little Mountain Dew to get me going. Oh, wow. And I knew that I got, I had maybe a quarter, a quarter and a half before mom and dad were going to make me go to bed. Yeah. And honestly... This is like one of my huge pet peeves with sports now. The fact that all these events start so late. Yeah. Little kids can't get up and can't stay up and at least watch part of it. That to me sucks. You are killing the next generation big time. And, you know, it it just it kind of bums me out that maybe my kids aren't going to have that same excitement hearing that stuff. Would you do the thing where you would try and be super quiet so maybe they'd forget that you were there? Oh, yeah. I would do that, too. Like, I would lay on the couch so they couldn't see me. Like, say if I wanted to stay up and watch Cheers or something. Mm -hmm. I would lay on the couch so they couldn't see me, hoping, like, oh, man, if I just lay here quiet, hopefully they're drunk enough they won't see me. But then the first big play came along, and I'd make a noise. and was like, hey, 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 hey. Let's go! Get out of here. (laughs) Ah, memories. Uh, On this day back in 1991. Great clip on that one. Uh, 1991, the USA Basketball announces the dream team for the 1992 Olympics. That's right. That was one of the coolest moments in, I was actually into sports back in the 90s when I was a youngster, mm-hmm. and that was, to me, one of the coolest moments in USA sports history. Well, because other countries were using professional athletes. Like, this right. was supposed to be, the Olympics was the amateur games. Yeah. So the Americans, we were sending college players, mm-hmm. people like that, and then the other like Russia, for instance, right? They'd have their professional leagues, would start using their professional players and were beating the United States. Right. Finally, we said, you know what? All right, to hell with this. We're going to load up the squad and send it. Now, if you've ever watched any sort of like documentaries about this, they say that maybe the most high level basketball ever played was the practices for that first dream team. Really? Because like those guys really. Hated to lose. Yeah. And they would get in there and play each other so hard, so physical, that those games were like, oh my God, think about that. Like, imagine an all star game and them actually caring and trying. Uh, To imagine that is just. To be a fly on that wall, my heavens. We should have sent the. uh, We should send the Harlem Globetrotters over there one time. (laughs) Just all. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But then, of course, you know, we showed how far and away we were above everybody. Now the rest of the world's caught up because of basketball becoming more of a yeah, global game. Yeah, but basketball is our thing, you know? Football is. I, I don't argue with you on that one. Uh, okay. Because there are a couple, like, all-star football games, and we beat the other countries by, like, 250 points. Right. It's really out of hand. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, okay, let's do some birthdays. Oh, wait, no, one more. I got one more story. On. on this day back in 1993. Previously on NYPD Blue. Hey. NYPD Blue debuted oh. for the first time on television with a man's naked butt on TV, and they got a lot of heat for that. Yeah, wasn't that the first time ever, like, on... Yeah. Like, And then they got in some real heat. When they had that naked woman on television, and they showed her complete bare backside. Oh, what was it? it was, Which I don't even know how that's legal. Well, because I, I think it was like after like a certain time, and they were allowed to. But wasn't it like David Caruso's rear end? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And that was a that. that was a huge. I feel like that was in the first episode too. Yeah, everyone's like, "What is this world coming to?" A man's bare butt on television. I, I don't want to see this. They were going for that female audience hard, man. With David Caruso, <laughs> <laughs> a butt is a butt. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, celebrating some birthdays today, Alfonso Ribeiro. Here's him talking about his famous Carlton dance. Whoops, <laughs> maybe I can make it so we can all hear it. The inspiration for that dance was Eddie Murphy's white man dance, 
right, in yeah. his, I think it's the Raw video, right? And then it's Courtney Cox From on the Dancing, Dancing in the Dark, Dark video with Bruce Springsteen where he brings her up on stage. If you've ever wondered where he came up with the Carlton dance, that's where it was, but it's Alfonso. I like Alfonso. Seems like a fun guy. He's just one of those dudes that can dance, he can sing, mm-hmm. you know, he's funny. Now... I have no idea how old he is, because I think he was older on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and that was on, like, now 25, 30 years ago. Well, dude, he was on Silver Spoons, like, 40 years ago. I forgot about that. Yeah. and then he did those Pepsi commercials with Michael Jackson. And now, doesn't he host America's Funniest Home Videos? Sure does. Good for him. Yeah, he's managed to keep his head above water, man. Does he host Dancing with the Stars now, too? I think so, yeah. Okay. Boy, he's just... All right, he's got to be, I don't know, like, 61? Oh, you're... Wow. <laughs> How insulting. Spit right in the man's face well, after I mean, we talked looks, about how much we loved him. He he's, looks 34. Well, he's 52. Dang. 52 years old today. Man. He's kind of like Dick Clark. That dude just doesn't yeah, age. 100%. All right. Uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. On your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for you, which is nice. Bill Murray, that is one of the funniest scenes in a movie ever from Caddyshack. Now, old Bill Murray was really funny. Mm -hmm. And then for a long time, I don't think Bill Murray was funny at all. And I realized that that may be a very hot take and, you know, polarizing thing. And then it came out that he was a complete knob. Yeah. Well, there was, I take that back, there was a ton of rumors that he wasn't a very good guy. And then the accusations started to come on, what was it, Charlie's Angels? That he was like a bad guy in. Okay, I and, don't remember that. Well, yeah, they, he was like uh, abusive towards women and things, and very you know verbally abusive and things like that. But he's got to be seventy one. Ah, oh, you're close, man. Thank goodness I get to give you a ding this morning. Whoops, and then I didn't. What is wrong with me? Today? Oh, what's going on? there it is. There we go. <laughs> all right, now now we're a radio show. Yeah, that's that sound effect made it all worthwhile. Anyway, he's uh, seventy two today. 72, okay. Yeah. All right. He looks it, man. Yeah, he does. He looks every second of 72 years old. But I think he's like one of those guys that everyone thinks he's funny, so everyone thinks he's funny. You know what I'm saying? He just became like an icon. Yeah. You know, but anyway. All right, well, that's it. That's for that's all I got for you today. Not bad.